Hey. Yo, my man. They were asking me about the African-American experience. Maybe you could take this one. Oh. Well, well. I find that the African-American experience for me has been, for the most part, very good. Although, I find it difficult to go into detail as I haven't had much a desire to leave the house in a while. <laughs> <laughs> We've become such homebodies. Yes, yes, yes. But even when you go into the city, I've just had no interest. The chores have become my sanctuary. Get out. Sorry, man. Okay. Get out! Yo! 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 Chill, man! Get out! Chill! Get out! Chill! Chill, man! And welcome to the Only Movie Podcast. This is Andrew. Uh, this is Douglas. I don't know if Damon is here. No, I, I can. I'm still listening to the music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think I've seen a disgusting enough face on Douglas ever since that song came on ever. <laughs> okay, so you answered my question, then you can see me because that's yes. really interesting. I think this is clearly some sort of bug. I, you guys are frozen for me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, this whole yes. time. Oh, oh, yeah. We can definitely see. You. Yeah, I see. I see both of you perfectly fine. Yeah. I, I can see you. And, and I think perfect. I think we can prove the two of us are on Windows. Yeah. And you're on Linux. So I'm just going to say it's Linux's fault. Yeah. Right? I, um, you need to upgrade your kernel. <laughs> right? Um, run sudo app get update. No. Actually, and upgrade. The, and upgrade. Yeah, I haven't both upgraded of them. yet, actually. So maybe that will help. I, I just installed a Redis server this morning. So, I mean, do do that too. Like, it might it might do some work for you. <laughs> I think Douglas just told you about your mother in his mind. Uh, Douglas, the problem is she's also your mother, so it doesn't work. Catch 22. I got him. <laughs> oh, man. But, anyways, we're here together to discuss the latest film from one Miss Olivia Wilde. That is called Booksmart 2 or otherwise titled Don't Worry Darling. All of you wives. We men, we ask a lot. We ask for strength, food at home, a house clean, and discretion above all else. Boys and their toys. At least we know they're getting work done. I mean, are you sure they're getting work done? Victory. <laughs> Would you name your company Victory if you could? Yes. 
I'd name mine mission accomplished. Mm. No, well, you can't. you can't. That has too much negative connotation. <laughs> George I mean, Bush has ruined that fiber. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, don't worry, darling. It's the latest film from Olivia Wilde, um, starring one Mister Chris Pine, Florence Pugh, and Harry Styles. You know our favorite, our favorite pop star, Harry Styles. Um, we're in a 1950s, 60s esque utopia town the the town is filled with all of the workers of the victory company and uh, the husbands go off to work in the morning the wives stay at home and make sure everything is lovely and pretty and dinner's ready when they get back and it is it's mad men on steroids right um except mad men was good so damien hi you love book smart very much so I'm sure you've seen it a lot of times. Yes, let's be let's be um, generous and say a lot of times. <laughs> Would you call this a good successor to Booksmart? I, it's it's not hitting as hard as Booksmart. Um, I did enjoy this movie. There are parts of this movie that um, I think could be improved uh, a significant amount. But as a follow-up to Booksmart, this is not it. Like this is not this is not what I thought I would be getting. Uh, but based on what the trailer was, um, I kind of figured that this movie was going to be uh, what it ended up being. Um, uh, pew 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 turns in one hell of a performance. Um, and I think the central mystery, um, the the resolution to that mystery, um, was you know not not as good as I'd hoped, um, but there was there was enough happening that um, I wasn't like I didn't come away from this movie feeling burned in any way like i really i i didn't find myself bored at any point i think chris pine um should really look into just being um bad guys in every movie going forward i think he uh there's a quiet menacing about him and i really appreciate that turn from his as is usually uh um, cookie cutter protagonist guy he's supposed to be charming and all of these things uh, but when that is being used uh, for nefarious purposes I think I uh, quite enjoy a lot of that I think if this movie towards the end had gone full career um, it could have been um, something special I also think, and I don't really want to get into um, spoilers um, for this movie, but I think if the movie had focused on another of the women in this Stepford Wives-esque um, type situation, um, it would have been more interesting. Um, Olivia Wilde's character plays a woman that has some children and the end paints her in a completely different light. 
And I think the movie would have been more successful had it focused on her character and why she was willing to do the things she was doing. But um, the wrap-up of the movie kind of hand, hand waves away um, certain things um, that they touch on but don't really explain. Um, at the very end of the movie and um, I think that uh, was a bit of an oversight but on, on balance I quite enjoyed this movie I think uh, I am now looking forward to um, Olivia Wilde um, in all her future endeavours um, I mean she did make books mad so of course I was going to like that that was never in question but um, yeah, I I enjoyed this movie. So I'm just going to chime in here quickly because I don't mm-hmm. have much to say about this movie, other than to say that it is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it is boring, paint by numbers mm-hmm. movie that um, we've seen a million times. Mm-hmm. Um, that is not of Olivia Wilde's fault. Her um, <laughs> Well, I assume she didn't write the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, She, I guess, did her job. She put something that looked fairly pretty and was somewhat coherent, given the the subject matter in front of my eyes. But this movie is boring, paint by numbers, not interesting in any way. And... It deserves the 35% that Google told me before I click play. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't deserve. It deserves less. Um, this movie is... I never want to watch this movie again. I never want to think about this movie again. This movie was a waste of my time. Good Quick question. I just saw today it announced that it'll be streaming on HBO Max on the 7th. So that's like a week from now. Yes. Are you upset that you paid for it oh, a I week before you could have? I'm so upset now because I did indeed pay for this movie. <laughs> and Damien, could you not have uh, faked some illness so I could have watched this next week for free? What is wrong with you? You also paid for HBO Max. Yeah, but you know, no extra cost. Listen, no listen, extra cost. I, I view that as dragon money, okay? <laughs> Dragons is over. <laughs> we're we're all we're all stupidly in the yearly cycle concept. <laughs> um but yeah. Um I did not like this movie. I don't think I'm as hatred filled as Douglas. Like my issue with this movie, I feel, is that one the lead up the whole like first two thirds of this movie or whatever it is until like you start to get any sort of hint as to what the what the answer to the mystery is right the first two thirds of this movie like i'm kind of like it's fine like um florence Pugh's florence Pugh. chris pine is chris pine harry styles is in a movie yeah right <laughs> I mean, in fairness, that's what they they wanted just some handsome man to be handsome. Like the movie doesn't Um, focus on him. I'm guessing that was who Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be, right? And and he doesn't get to be in this movie anymore for Mm -hmm. you know good reasons. Because Shia LaBeouf. Um, 
Shaquille I feel like that's when I should play that song, you know, that that shitty song from YouTube, being like, and Shia LaBeouf is behind you. Or, or should you play <laughs> Eric Cantona um, and his speech? Uh, did Cantona do a speech about LaBeouf? No, at one um, press conference, LaBeouf copied or, or recited Cantona's speech about cranes or something like that. Oh, so, uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I don't think I know that speech to understand it fully right now, but I'll I'll fill in the gaps of Cantona nonsense. Don't just don't <laughs> let this to yourself. Leave that alone. <laughs> Sometimes the brain doesn't need to know these things. I mean, it's like I the listen... doctor disrespecting that we just talked about. Sometimes I, they're better off. I listened to an athletic interview with Cantona, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed myself for that interview. <laughs> uh, he's um, a sick man. You should like is. Just like the Zlatan post that you guys put up today. They're sick people and we should encourage them. <laughs> they need help. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, Harry Styles. Let's yeah. talk about Harry Styles some no, more. No, let's not talk about Harry um, Styles. I'm not someone who listens to Harry Styles music, so I really don't know that much about Harry Styles uh-huh. as a thing. Um, but, you know, this movie doesn't give him much interest in figuring it all out. Um, but yeah, this movie is just kind of fine. Like, as you said, Damien, I think Chris Pine would be great as a villain in movies. Like, put him yeah. in, put make him be a spy villain or something. Yeah. Make, right? Let him have some, you know what? You know what? Next Star Trek movie, let there be a good and an evil Kirk. Uh-huh. Right? And Chris Pine can play both roles. It'll be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Pine can, can chew scenery. But yes, the sad thing is he does not chew it here. Um, one thing I'll say about Harry Styles is, and I've mentioned this in earlier podcasts because of various music festivals that I've watched uh, and other things, I am I find myself inexplicably pro Harry Styles, not because of this movie, but despite this movie. I agree, he doesn't get much to do. He is not worth watching, as is no one in this film. Uh, I suppose, pew, pew, pew does the work but like it's so hard to to appreciate um but yes hey, I, I, victory I, also no one warned me nick crawl was in this movie yeah he is in this movie for half a second i <laughs> i i also am generally well i am not necessarily on the pro side of nick crawl but i am on the i will give nick crawl a chance because when he does hit he hits hard but, that's kind of where i am yeah <laughs> um yeah but hits in comedies. I, I agreed. He yeah, did not hit in this movie. Would you yeah. like to know why? Because this movie was bad. It's but back to comedy. Harry Styles, I wouldn't mind if he becomes, for me, or perhaps for this world, the Justin Timberlake of his generation. You know, he was with One Direction. He's not come out <laughs> on his own. He definitely has... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Help me out here. I need to know if this was a joke or not. Was Harry Styles in One Direction? I don't know this. Yes, I don't was. know. Did you not know this? <laughs> I didn't he know. Was, he's, he's a boy band alum, just like Timberland. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> but, you know, like, I don't even know who... I know One Direction as an, as an entity. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have no idea who's in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To be fair, I also don't know um, anybody else in One Direction. But does anybody know anybody else in NSYNC? Probably not. Um, but, you know, he, he does have some, at least a couple interesting songs. Like, I remember 
off of what I know as his first album, there was one song that got me to buy it, and then I was upset with the rest of the album. <laughs> um, and I will tell you this, Andrew and Damien, the boy knows how to perform. He, he can grab an audience. I've, I've heard. He, like, I was watching it, I, and I was really enjoying the performance, and I'm not sure that I enjoyed any of the music, but it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Um... But my biggest, I feel my biggest gripe with this movie is that, so, like, from minute one, the movie just reeks of, like, some mystery, mm-hmm. right? Something is awry in this whole scenario. And I don't know if it was the fact that the movie itself was just kind of fine to, like, whatever for, like, that first two thirds. But, of course, my brain starts calculating and starts to figure out which mis- which which version of this story are we dealing with here? Um, is she the only real one? Are they all real? What's going on here? And I'm like trying to think through all these things. Um, and eventually, it took way too long to get to the explanation, so I got bored. Um, but then, when it got to the explanation, I have to say it is collectively the most upsetting explanation of just story satisfaction and at the same time the most upsetting explanation of like having read someone wrote this down like it's it it just smelled terrible (laughs) the whole thing and i hate it like to the point at which i think we need to talk more about m night Shyamalan because i think he deserves more credit now if this is like a bar we're dealing with so uh i mean we're the the ending of this movie is what because listen I <laughs> we we this is a thing we do um when we don't like movies where we're like uh this is just one of those movies but I'm a fan of action and Douglas is also a fan of bad action <laughs> and all of those movies are the same movie <laughs> um. But when they work, we don't usually go, this is a paid by numbers, John Wick ripoff. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Kate. <laughs> um, but we do levy that uh, at movies we don't like. And this is a Black Mirror episode um, at feature length. And it the thing you say about maybe Bandersnatch. I mean, it's not legacy. I mean, I, I stopped watching. I stopped watching Black Mirror after the the John Hamm episode. So uh, yeah, has it gotten? Has it has it been good? No, no, it's not been good. Like in the middle of season two. Um, the thing I wanted to know what the the mystery was because you know. They make it very clear. Something is off. And so now it is just to figure out what the thing is that is off. And at the end of the movie, um, you find out that it is something truly horrendous. And when that happened, I was like, all right. I like that that is the explanation, but now there's some more questions. Two in particular. One to do with Olivia Wilde's character. 
and if she is doing to her husband what the other husbands are doing. <laughs> and Wait, hold on. If we're if if we've gone down this path, are we yes. talking about spoilers? I mean, still, what I said a while ago was vague enough. You know that there's something off, and okay. someone's doing something to somebody. <laughs> um, and two, the architect of all of this, like Chris Pine, is clearly the bad guy. Like, I need to know how he is. He and his wife are doing whatever. Do they have a team that is assisting them? Or, like, it's that part. Yes, they, they dress in orange jumpsuits. <laughs> There's that one guy that looks a lot like Zachary Quinto. Yes. Right, because he really wants to be in the next Star Trek movie. Yes, but uh, I mean, uh, and a team on both sides, let's say, <laughs> helping him. Uh, um, but they didn't spend the time to, like, they're just. They were just focused on this white girl um, getting out as Andrew. So obviously put at the start of this podcast. No subtlety there at all. Get out! I thought you were going to end it before um, the actual get out part. Couldn't help uh, myself. I, I, I get it. But yeah, like, Douglas, I'm not confused as to why you don't like this movie. Don't get me wrong. Like, this movie is not something that you stand on a table and try and defend. Um, but I did appreciate just how dark a turn it takes at the end. And it is why I would have preferred if someone... And I, now I'm wondering if someone in Korea didn't make this movie before. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the, this is just some sanitized version. I should, I should go look. Mm. Um but well, yes, I think um, an emphasis on Korea would have done this movie a lot uh, better towards the end of the movie. But I, listen, I did not, um, unlike Douglas, I very much uh, enjoyed my time with this movie. Um, right up to the end, there's things that change, obviously. But yeah, this movie is a Black Mirror episode, but... Uh, it's not peak Black Mirror, but it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. All right. Um, anything more to say, Douglas? Do you have do you have rebuttals? He has a FTM sign flashing behind him, which I didn't even know when he got that bit. That's pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty much all that's happening right now. <laughs> do you have a button like in front of you to like get it to go or? Is it like telepathic? No, you see, you see, um, it's it's opt out, not opt in. I, I, I my default is FTM, and uh, a movie has to to opt out of FTM. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Um, well, don't worry, darling. Um, I mean, I definitely won't worry. But moving right along. Well, I see what you did there. <laughs> We also want to continue, or at least begin, in some senses, as our last podcast is a lost podcast, our, 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 our revisiting of the worlds of Baz Luhrmann, mm-hmm. and we're Lerm- moving to the year 1996, to Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes in Romeo plus Julieta. 
fair Verona, where we lay our scene. Two households, both alike in dignity. Throw your mischievous weapons to the ground! From forth the fatal loins of these two foes, for civil blood makes civil hands unclean. A pair of star-crossed lovers take their life. Who is it that you love? Gentle Romeo. So yeah. Um, Baz Luhrmann went into his library one day and pulled out Romeo and Juliet and said, is this open source yet? And they're like, yeah. And he said, all right, cool. And then he, he went and he made a movie, a modern day, while still old-time English, Romeo and Juliet. Damien, why don't you start us out? Like, Andrea can't. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea can't. This... Um, uh, so we lost the the last podcast, um, and so now there's. I was very sad because yeah. that's us talking about a movie I love so much. <laughs> now there's no evidence that I ever liked anything from Bas Lerman. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's uh, all right. Let's start with the positives. Um, Leguizamo is perfect. <laughs> um, There's also this... the dude who plays Mercurio, um, who I remember he plays Link in the in the um, in the Matrix movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, um, basically, who, whoever's playing that role on both sides, like right. who gets to like ham it up like crazy. He, so, uh, Johnny Legs is perfect. <laughs> um, this movie was clearly the inspiration for every Instagram filter that exists today. <laughs> we didn't know it at the time. Um, and... Baz Luhrmann should get some residuals from whoever owns Instagram at this point. Um, I'll, let, I'll let Zuckerberg know. <laughs> um, no for the negatives. Everything else in this movie. Andrew, I, I don't think... I, I don't think a movie... Um, could be designed for me to dislike it more than this movie. Uh, Claire Danes is awful. Like, she's the worst person in this movie. By... Both leads. Both leads. Yeah, by some... Yeah, but at least Leo, you could be like, listen, clearly he was told to do this. And he then grew into something better. I don't think Claire Danes grew into anything. No, I, I don't I care like about your TV like show. I don't care about your TV yeah. show that you pretend to like. I don't care about it. <laughs> She's bad in that as well. I don't care. <laughs> I I really do hate this movie. <laughs> like, I despise um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's whispering. I despise the language, all the dialogue. Um, it, like, the last movie felt fun. Like, it felt ridiculous, 
but it didn't feel earnest until the very end. It just felt like they were ragging on these kinds of movies. This felt deliberate. And boy, Andrew, I can't. Andrew, I can't. I don't know where to start and I don't know where to stop. I have things to admit. I just have things to admit. One, at the moment of a of our conversation i have not finished my rewatch of romeo and juliet it's so bad. right um i finished this just today so i've got things to say right <laughs> two i have never never liked a original shakespeare thing in old time in english I don't mind when like they modernize it and like they take the story and like they like you know me I'm guys yeah, I we, love it we, I we've, um had to hear you talk about West Side Story yeah Please. like I loved it when they made this a musical right mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not like I have problem with the bones of Romeo and Juliet right I just throughout my entire life have never been able to engage with old timey English play mm-hmm. talk right yes right. And there are times where, like, maybe I can get into, like, one verse because, like, somebody says, like, a few bars that sound kind of cool. Right? <laughs> These yeah, motherfuckers be spitting bars. Spitting. <laughs> well done, Douglas. Um, but, overall, but overall, I just generally have never really enjoyed reading, listening, watching any of these when they're in proper old-timey English. Right? Um, and I know I've tried many times. I remember watching the 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 Macbeth movie that had oh, yeah. fast bottom, fast bender in it. I try. I, I wanted to watch the one that came out last year with with um Denzel with Denzel, but I never did. Oh, right. Geez. Um, I know I've watched the the Midsummer's Night's Dream with Kevin Klein. Mm-hmm. Right. I've, I think I've watched. I think I watched this movie when it came out. I don't really remember that much about it outside of like a few frames of like ridiculousness. But anyways, coming back to this movie and what I have seen, I've seen like the first forty-five minutes, which leads me to the point where like, um, where like Juli- Juliet and Romeo have their whispery talk by the pool, right? Uh-huh. Um, there is a ridiculousness. To like the setting and the filmmaking of some of the shit in this, especially like the opening, like that first scene of like the cars rolling around, and when you meet Leguizamo and they're at the gas station, and like, like I'm like as much as I don't understand what they're really saying sometimes, <laughs> you know, you know, I think that's what they need. They need subtitles for these movies, and I don't mean subtitles where they print out the old time English. I need subtitles that are translated. <laughs> yes, you need English subtitles. <laughs> Um, because all my subtitles were still old time English. I need to respect the fact that I don't speak this English. Um, <laughs> I mean, or any English for that matter. <laughs> That's probably true. Um, but I kind of liked where he was going with like his flamboyant, like almost Tony Scott-esque overblown exposure of how he filmed scenes with what I was seeing so far in this movie. Um I mean, you have Paul Sorvino in there, and I'm immediately going like, should I rewatch Repo Man, the musical? Maybe. Was it Repo Man? It was Repo something, and it was a musical with Paul Sorvino. Um, and I remember that. Um, but yeah, overall, like, I don't have a lot of hope for this one. 
because on top of everything else, I just know my my feelings about the old time English and just like not really wanting to spend the compute to figure it out. <laughs> so guys, here's the thing. Damien's not wrong. I don't know that this movie is actually good. But I have decided that I enjoy the shit out of this movie. <laughs> and you're not going to change my mind. Oh, um, because Johnny Legs. And, and I have to tell you, mm-hmm. it is a decision. It's not that I do like it. <laughs> this is a decision. Uh-huh. It's a lifestyle. On, based on fact. Okay. okay. And the fact is, the things that I like, I like so hard that I have decided that <laughs> this movie is good. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh-huh. And I think Damien can appreciate that because it sounds like he and I like exactly the same. Yes. <laughs> so this movie starts out right. <laughs> this movie. I, I, I'll give you that. Yes. This movie. This movie starts, starts out, right. out uh, as a mixture between Face Off and Zoolander, and I am here for it. <laughs> when Andrew said I had only watched the 45 min- first 45 minutes, in my mind, I immediately said, oh, that's a wrap, he loves this movie, because how could you not? With just the first 45 minutes, that gas station um, scene, Andrew, come on, that lasted, that, that kept me high for at least another hour. I love I love the policeman like screaming down. Yeah. <laughs> I also love them zooming in on the guns and it says sword so that whenever they say mm-hmm. sword, you know they mean the gun. No, right? what's even better than that, right? Is as you said, a zoom in and you realize that the brand names of these guns are um and I've actually had this in a note I was gonna talk about later, but they are swords, dagger, rapier, they're all you know, uh, cutting devices, yes. and it is hilarious, right? Um, John Leguizamo is perfect, and I don't say that very often. And thankfully, I can now see you, you, you guys. Now that I have admitted that I like John Leguizamo, yes. the the Zencaster lords, overlords, are like, all right, he can, he can now see what's going on. Um, John Leguizamo is amazing in this movie. He does, especially like. He he gets to showcase everything in the first scene. Everything else is 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 kind of like a watered down reflection of that. But the first scene is amazing. He steps out in this ridiculous outfit. The man looks like a matador, and he actually moves like a matador sometimes. He uh, just the the sheer ridiculousness with which um, Baz Luhrmann sees things. I want to see the world the way no. Baz Luhrmann sees the world. Because, no, because Damien, we watched a movie in um, I Want to Dance or whatever that mm-hmm. movie is, Strictly Ballroom. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched this movie and this man does not see what exists. This man takes it and puts it through about a thousand filters and turns it up to um, 11, and it's amazing. We've, you've all spoken about this this already. Um, you don't know his actual name, though. His actual name is the man who got lost in Oz. Um, 
Harold Perrineau, who plays Mercutio. I love how Andrew's first thing is like, oh, he's from The Matrix. That is not where that man is from. <laughs> Uh, but he, now I have seen him in many things, right? Uh, like The Matrix. Like Oz and like Lost. Well, not really Lost, because I haven't really watched that show. I've watched a piece of it. But I've never Oz. watched Oz. Never watched Oz? I, I have not watched the whole thing. I definitely, I mean, we were very young when Oz was a thing. And so, you know, it was very much, you watch a piece of it here and there. But yeah, I've seen, I've seen bits of Oz. And probably should actually watch it properly because people seem to think that it is, you know, at that level of the other two that the other two HBO shows that everybody talks about. Yeah, those people are wrong. <laughs> but I've seen him in other things, and sure, he's fine. He does a job, but you know, clearly he goes home at night and 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 he kisses his children and he has, you know, he's a normal individual. This. Harold Perrino is the one that I want. Damian White and Andrew Robinson, this performance is award-worthy. This is the most outlandish. When he steps out in his, they're actually not that, that high, but his heels and his uh, sparkling attire for the party, and he does some dancing moves. I, oh, one of my favorite scenes in this movie. And listen, here's the thing about this movie. I am gonna have to make a director's cut because the greatest movie involves the opening scene, the gas station, right? Generally most of the party scene um, I've actually written down death scene, but I can't. Oh, Mercutio's death. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, there is a scene where Polly Cicero Sorvino shakes his daughter, uh, Juliet, Julieta. I, I just want that on repeat. That, that scene can play like two or three times. Um... Just some random shots with with us seeing guns being swords. And you know what I really did enjoy? Um, the news anchor. The news anchor that, that, that starts and ends this movie uh, is, is fun. It's also kind of what Baz Luhrmann does with almost all his movies. But uh, she was pretty cool um, uh, and brought you into this, this, this ridiculous world with ye olden English. But guys, this movie is not good, but uh, I just need to I really enjoyed the things that I enjoyed in this film. Um, Douglas Robinson, your director's cut, what will it be called? Because there's seems to be scant Romeo and or Julie. <laughs> oh no. Oh so so you thought <laughs> I legs. Jo- you, you you thought I was joking when I when I came out of hiding to make that comment. The two leads in this film are atrocious. <laughs> no 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 I agree with you. Um I just Leo is a child. Yes. So I'm just like uh, I remember him being bad in everything that wasn't what's eating Gilbert Grape. Yes that was until a good movie. 
he came in catch me people like Kiana. basketball diaries i remember people, watching it those people uh, are wrong no uh, no yeah no that, that <laughs> on the beach and this terrible movies no i like the beach you're wrong. i keep meaning to watch the beach because Don't i like this. his movies that's not okay you're right catch me if you can is the thing he catch came me if you can. yeah that's that's when i realized like, he was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah i guess he's good at acting after all yeah um because to hold your own against Tom Hanks is no small feat. And, he and did then he caught the Scorsese bug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yes, listen. Which one came first? Did that come first or um, Gangs of New York? I think I think Catch Me If You Can came I think first. Catch Me, okay. yeah. I think Gangs of New York was after. Without me going to Google. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, but, but yes, I agree with you. It could not yeah. be named Romeo and... Uh-huh. I suppose it could be named Rosalind. Um, Johnny Legs Volume One. <laughs> <laughs> he has a hot, he has a hot forty-two bars for you. <laughs> Spitting fire. Um, oh. Like for all the goodwill that um, Dancing with the Stars gave me last week. Uh this movie was swift in erasing all of it. <laughs> Damon's like, I feel okay. I'm alright. Because I'm like, oh no, this is the thing he put out. People, I assume, reacted well and he's just like, finally, I can take my cocaine fever dreams and put them on screen forever. <laughs> and Andrea, Andrea can't so, so quick question, Damien. Are you and I thinking the same thing in that I'm afraid that by the time we're done this, Douglas is going to find time on his own to watch Australia? Like, he'll, get, he'll be like, all right, I need to watch the rest of these again. There's no, nobody on earth has enough time to just casually watch Australia. I think Australia hasn't been streamed one time since it left the theaters. <laughs> Like, I'm confident that I could go out onto the road and ask a million Jamaicans, <laughs> have you seen Australia? And they'd just be like, what are you talking about? Oh, man, away? What are you talking about? <laughs> um, so, yeah, this, I went to the cricket match. This, this is... Like... There are points in this movie where I was just laughing out loud because I couldn't believe just how bad this movie was. Like, it just keeps going. Like, with no... Like, no irony at all. It was just like, this is the movie. And I was like, how... Like, was I like to dance that good a movie? Like, did it win some award that I was like? <laughs> what did he do to get the ability to make this movie this way? And no one stepped in and was just like, because Damien, he was fresh off of Dance Dance Revolution, and um, Leo, you know, yeah, had sex in a boat. So yeah. Boy, yeah. I guess once you walk into a room with Leonardo DiCaprio, you can't demand anything else you want. 
It's like Romeo and Juliet, and they're like, with Leonardo, yeah, we're going to print money. And then they got the movie back, and they're just like, we have to recoup some of this money. Put it out. Um, yeah, this movie's worse than I remember. <laughs> no, the answer is no. No, thanks. The answer is no. Yeah, to none of this. No. Quick question, Damon. Yeah. Is it an acceptable movie if you watch it on mute? It's the the Douglas Robinson director's cut. So the DRDC, <laughs> um, Johnny Legs, Volume 2. Uh, I think even with the audio on would still work. But there's just... Andrew, no one... No one is truly enjoying themselves except the two characters that we've continued to talk about. And those two characters aren't the Romeo and Juliet of no, the movie. <laughs> what I would really want to watch, right, if we had like a whole another movie that we could make, is a movie in this style, right? Um, and Andrew, you can get subtitles if you'd like, uh, of John Leguizamo and the man who got lost in Oz them being the two leads um maybe some sort of jets and sharks sort of situation where they're they're at each other's throats that oh that'd be a movie that's a movie i'd watch this no this movie's bad give bring me back office of crooky please um well Baz Luhrmann, you know. Andrew, Andrew had three weeks to watch this movie. I was just like, 45 minutes is all I can do for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's 15 minutes per week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. That's three minutes yeah. per work day. Shams. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you see I had to make a dinosaur happen? Yes. <laughs> cutest dinosaur i've seen in a long time um so yeah mm-hmm. moving along yes. i got shit to talk about Are, is it movies dragons? that movies that weren't the podcast movies what about i mean, i guess i could talk about dragons dragons but, eh, there were dragons <laughs> um all right so guess what guys what it's it's halloween time so it means i i i, I watch pseudo scary movies oh, to decide right, are they so scary gonna, are they good or not i'm just gonna step away for a second and, <laughs> um number one to talk about i watched the slumber party massacre you're just making a movie so at this point <laughs> <laughs> um i mean <laughs> It kind of feels like that. Like, like I, I had to look this up to make sure. I think it's produced by Roger Corman, which makes so much sense with this movie. You know, you know you've know, you heard about Roger Corman movies. I don't know how many we've actually seen. But what stories you've heard of Roger Corman movies, they're exactly like that, right? You know when you press play, you're like, they prioritized doing the dumbest shit and having the most tits on screen as you could have... In like a in like a horror movie in which a man runs around with a drill killing women, and it's not good. But you know, it's it also helps that it's like only an hour and ten minutes. So you know, you feel you don't feel bad about your your investment, <laughs> right? 
Um, I watched The Prince of Darkness, the John Carpenter film, which I know I had given Douglas and I hadn't seen. Yeah, I'm, I'm slowly going through that collection. So far, I've only done... Um, I, I did... Wait, Prince of Darkness? I think that's the one I did. Prince of Darkness, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I remember you talking about it. I kind of like that that one. Um, there's one other that I had already watched, or maybe it is that um, I'm thinking, ooh, I watched um, Little Big Big Trouble in Little Tokyo recently. Maybe that's what Big I'm Trouble thinking. in Little China. In little China, sorry. Um, that movie's Wrong country. <laughs> ooh, <no. laughs> um, so yeah, um, yeah, Big Trouble in Little China is great. Um, and I'm also happy to see so many of those people back in this movie, in Prince of Darkness. <laughs> like, I see that guy, and every yeah. time I think to myself... Three ninjas? He, yeah, three ninjas. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if he thought of it as, like, a perfect cash grab, and I looked it up, and he was in, like, four or five of them. <laughs> Listen, retirement is a, a real thing. <laughs> you need to be able to afford it. <laughs> Or even the the guy who was in Big Trouble in Little China in this movie, who was the the young friend. I've forgotten which name he is in Big Trouble in yeah, Little China. I've forgotten. He's he's the friend in both movies because right. you know you have to have the white guy be the lead. <laughs> but then even more so, you have the doctor from Halloween in this movie playing the priest. Um, he's a psychiatrist in Halloween who keeps going around going like Michael Myers is coming to get you. Yep, yep, that movie, The Slumber Party. That's the first one, The Slumber Party Massacre. Yep, and Roger Corman made that, and you know from that poster, Roger Corman made that movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, Prince of Darkness. I enjoyed most of this movie. It was a fun little piece of shenanigans. Um, is it my favorite John Carpenter movie? No, but... You know, I also think I've made the life decision that I'm going to try and finish watching John Carpenter movies, movies that I've not seen from Carpenter. Um, and I think I would agree like, with this decision. There's like two movies that I know I've not seen that are like movies people talk about, so I know they're they're promising. The rest of them, I'm like, oh no, I'm in for like probably a rocky road, but I'm going to make this life decision, if and only to distract me from my previous life decision of trying to watch all of Takashi Miki's films. <laughs> um so yeah prince of darkness pretty good um keeping on john carpenter and about how i continually i'm happy for whenever he gets a paycheck in his in his mailbox i watched halloween ends and it is worse than halloween number one david gordon green halloween number one it is better than halloween kills but it's still not really it's still not good like it's just kind of like it's it's upsetting that like it's a movie where they just kind of meander for like an hour and a half and then Michael Myers shows up and they they have like it's stupid and they they even have like another guy who becomes like Michael Myers pseudo child and gives him superpowers and it's crazy <laughs> it's so dumb um but yeah halloween ends damon you can put back on the headphones now <laughs> um that movie's not good anyways um oh, i'm so shocked oh my God. i i don't damon <laughs> you're you're you were so looking forward to it i'm sorry to let you know yeah i just took off the headphones so i avoid spoilers yeah, yeah that's <laughs> um i watched the original 
1933, The Invisible Man, um, which apparently was Claude Rains' first movie. He plays The Invisible Man. Um, and for those of you who don't know who Claude Rains is, he plays the police officer in Casablanca. Right? Um, this movie is fun. It's, it's, it's fun. I always find it fun to watch movies this old, especially when they're doing such effect-heavy work as having literally an invisible man, having a man being able to like take off bandages and you see behind him in like movies this old. And then when you see things like, all right, he's now invisible and he's on a bicycle and he's riding down the street and you can tell like the track that they have the bike on mm-hmm. um, as they're trying to hide everything. I adore watching movies like this. And it was a fun time to watch this one. Like um, there are not many of like the complete og universal horror movies that i really like like i'm not a big fan of the dracula movie i love frankenstein this one is one of the ones that i really love um and i keep meaning to continue them i i still have i think the wolfman to watch and the um the creature from the black lagoon guess what guys the mum is not good i don't like that one the mummy is a national treasure. No, so Brendan Fraser mummy. No, no, no. Brendan Fraser mummy <laughs> is incredible. I know, I know. I, know. <laughs> um, I also do really enjoy Bram Stoker's Dracula. I want to rewatch that one. And I, uh, I watched it maybe the last two or three years, um, and was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Keanu Reeves, yeah. Which one and I watched? Like weirdly enough. It isn't until maybe a month ago or so I saw something on Twitter, which makes no sense because I watched the movie, as I said, fairly recently. I did not realize Tom Waits plays Igor or whatever the assistant's <laughs> name is. Must be Igor. Every assistant is called Igor, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Um, I rewatched Let the Right One In, and that movie is still incredible. I did you rewatch it because you're starting to watch the new TV show? No, I have no interest in touching it. It okay. was it was entirely to show Renato. <laughs> um, so yeah, and the last movie I'll talk about, which is very much in the wheelhouse of a Damian movie, and by that I mean it's not a horror movie. Um, I mean, some people might consider it a horror movie, but it's not a horror movie. Um, I watched a movie by the name of Mr. Malcolm's List. Damian, have you seen this movie? Have you heard of this movie? I have heard of the movie. I have not seen this movie. This movie is incredible. Is this the one about like uh, a, a guy in in um, Victorian times that um, some woman wants to seduce him for revenge? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's so, a horror so, movie? Well, it's a horror movie in some perspective. Kind of like when we were talking about the, the Senegalese films and I talked about the, the nanny movie as a horror movie. If you have a certain perspective, this can be a horror movie. Wow. Just as I a mean, joke. I, Just as a I joke. definitely watched a trailer that did not look like a horror movie at all. <laughs> um, but anyways, Mr. Malcolm's List, it's about a gentleman by the name of Mr. Malcolm. He is a, a gentleman of much, much um, interest to the ladies of the time. Um, and he is out dating all the women and looking for his perfect wife. And he's sending them all away to mean like you're not good enough only to eventually for women to find out that he has a list of qualifications. He's like, my woman must have these 10 things or uh, now go work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And one young lady 
who finds this out after being rejected, decides to have revenge upon him mm-hmm. and calls in her best friend and says, I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to tell you all the tricks. And then we're going to like 360, we're going to 180 him and give mm-hmm. him your list. And it's just like a fun rom-com of like Victorian times. And it is, it's a true joy of a movie. Like it's end-to-end fun, right? Um, and I I really, really like this movie a lot. And Damon, you need to watch this movie. When does the monster come out of the closet? Um, so around the third act when they have a costume ball. Oh, okay. I get you. <laughs> I get you. That's when the Babadook shows up. And yep. then Damien stops watching the movie. <laughs> I don't think I've seen this season of Downton Abbey, so I'm not familiar with any other characters in this one. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's mostly what I've been watching. Um, I could talk about the fact that Spy Family is back. Yes. And oh. how I'm surprised that Damien has not mentioned Spy Family once throughout this whole waiting period. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. So, um, cool. Uh, Andrew. Uh, first apology. Um, the anime sucks. <laughs> like <laughs> it is boring and uneventful, and so I see. I, I see to you that this, like the anime isn't what I was hoping for. Um, and so unfortunately I have to be this person. Mm. And I never thought I'd be here at any point in my life. <laughs> and I do sincerely apologize for having to say this to you. But luckily it's you, so you need to go read the manga <laughs> instead. Because <laughs> it is... It is just flat out better. Um, the anime makes the mistake of trying to be normal and not leaning into the over-the-top and ridiculousness. Um, the manga feels like it is... F- the, the anime feels like it is from Lloyd's point of view. It is just this mission he needs to... Yeah, yeah. That... The manga is not that. <laughs> I mean, manga... occasionally, like, you'll be in, like, a school scene and you're kind of in yes. the young girl's point of view. Anya. Anya yeah. is a girl, so, right? Yeah. So the, um... the, <laughs> the manga is primarily from her point of view. And she's a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's a lot of things that um, she misinterprets. And that is where a lot of the fun come from. Like, of course, there's still the spy things that he has to do. But, like, those things are only there as setups. Like, in the anime, those are the set pieces. And you need set pieces for the anime to work. But in the manga, you don't need set pieces. So those are just there to set up the other ridiculous things that happen. And so... um, Andrew, there's a point where um, there's a point where a woman kicks a car, and that never shows up in the anime. And I'm very it upset. has it has shown up now in the oh. second half. Okay. Like I've I've watched like I think there are three episodes that have come out in the mm-hmm. second half. Okay, and the dog, the, appeared, the dog has appeared. The dog has appeared finally. Yes. Um, and the woman, my favorite character, your kicked yes. a car. Yes. Um, 
her and brother is even more ridiculous. Like he but, comes uh, but across you know, even more menacing. But he's there just for like what two episodes, I think, when that yeah, happened. Right, like he's when, not showing back up yet. I'm sure he, he's coming back. When but, he yeah. shows up, like even that first time when he shows up, like you're just like he's a crazy person. <laughs> and it comes across some in the anime, but like I didn't think I didn't think that um we'd be here. Um and so yeah, I watched the first twelve episodes and Are you secretly on Otaku Damien? Was let down. Um I'm secretly a fan of Spy Family. And <laughs> if I wasn't in this room, I'd go get the the bound editions actually bought. Um, oh my goodness. Because yeah. they're they're just that good. Like I really like I'm not this is not like I'm messing with you. Also, so many people on the internet love this. <laughs> So, I know, yeah. I know. So many people love this show, yeah. And I'm like, nah. and and there's there's a part of me that understands their viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Like I'm having knowing so much that I know about anime and like anime communities online. Like I can see the appeal mm-hmm. of certain elements of the show. Yeah, it's just not good enough. It's not good enough, to like yeah. be special for me. Yeah, like. Yeah. The anime isn't special. It's not. It's not terrible. I don't think the show is terrible. Yeah, the anime right? isn't special, but trust me. Because I also feel like that's kind of what's been happening to me over the years with anime, which is like, yo, dogs, these things need to be like out of my mind at this stage. Like, yeah. like I'm watching Chainsaw Man now, and yeah. I'm like, it's kind of getting into how, things, how but at the same time, are we? In? Because I watched the first episode and I was not blown away. Yeah, as I said, so yeah. There, I think the third episode would have aired today, okay. so I've only seen the two episodes. So, who um, dropped the first three episodes one time? You didn't get that? No, Cr- <laughs> Crunchyroll was like, You're gonna wait weekly. Okay, so I the only reason I haven't watched the first three episodes because I saw something about it and it looked interesting is a press play, and there were no dubs, and I pressed stop. <laughs> 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 yeah, you usually have to wait a while for the dubs. Um, subs not dubs <laughs> <laughs> but like I definitely feel like in the current like I want to watch a shonen anime ass show Jujutsu mm-hmm. Kaisen is the winner right now yeah. and Chainsaw Man has not hit the Jujutsu Kaisen hype yet has um, Jujutsu Kaisen season 2 come out yet? no no um, I think there's like a movie you can watch there's oh, yeah. like a Jujutsu zero. Kaisen zero, zero movie I think that should yeah. be available now yeah. um, but I'll give yeah. that a watch Yes. Uh, so yes. Um, watch that on Demon Slayer before you go back to Chainsaw Man. <laughs> fair enough. Um what have I been watching? It's it just all shit. Like <laughs> I don't know how like I was speaking about it earlier. I watched I rewatched Terriers. Terriers is fantastic. Um Donalogue should be in more things. Um Um What else? Um Ted Lasso, because Ted Lasso, um, constant re- watching of the expanse. <laughs> it's a sickness more than anything else at this point. Um, I really did enjoy the first season of House of the Dragon. Um, it got me to rewatch the first season of Game of Thrones. The first season of Game of Thrones was strong. Yep, <laughs> something happened. <laughs> 
in the per, in the I following wonder, eighteen years. I wonder if I try to rewatch the whole of that, or right. not really try to watch a whole of it, but like try to watch it. Right? I know that I'll stop at some point, mm. but I wonder if like how far I'll get. Like in my mind. I remember liking like the first three seasons. Definitely, yeah. season one is like the strongest. Yeah, season one yeah. is the strongest. I'll, 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 I'll say you maybe start by season two, episode two. <laughs> and once you realize that there's no white walkers and no dragons, you're like, oh, right, this, there's just talking in this. I have to say, there's something about just watching a TV show one after the other that mm. you very quickly are like, you know what? No, no, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like you can, you can continue that as if it, if it's like a guilty pleasure. Like even mm-hmm. stuff I, I talk about hating the Umbrella Academy and stuff like that. But there's clearly something about it that allows me to just keep going. Yeah. But if you don't have something, like you will stop very quickly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. But like I've. I've already rewatched this first season of House of the Dragon because all these people feel like they matter. And that's the problem I had with Game of Thrones. Like even rewatching the first season, there's a lot of people in that show that get a lot of airtime that do not matter. <laughs> I would say this about the House of the Dragon. I'm not as pro clearly as you are, but I think I'm on the positive side. Um, they don't have enough daemon. Yes. Um, I am, that is definitely true. I am happy that... They can't that... afford more... They can't <laughs> afford more time of... Yeah, the, the CG <laughs> budget can only do so much. I know, right? Um, I, it's I'm, clearly fake. I'm enjoying the um, the second son of... Uh, of... of, mm-hmm. of What's-her-face of the queen? Ipatch yeah. McGee. Yes. Same Patch. Patch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Rhaenyra can be good, but she needs. They need to just make her become full on Daemon, which, at the end of this season, it seems like they are trying yeah. hard to do so. Yeah. Um, and I really like um, what's her name, Princess, the the one that was supposed to be queen but wasn't yeah. married. Married. Whatever. Yeah. Renice. Yeah. 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 I like her. Yeah. Um, you like the big actors in the show. Thanks. Lucas. Is she a big actor? Though? I mean, I know in her from England. Nurse Jackie, but I don't really know her in much else. Yeah. I, I recognize her from some other stuff. Um, but Yeah, like she shows up every once in a while. But as I said, maybe it's because it's British shows and I haven't been in the British side of uh, things for like a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, I found... Like, obviously this is just the set. Clearly... And if this is not the case, if season two is not just we're running head first into war, then I am going to be out. Amen. I've got I've got news for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They've announced that it'll be four seasons long. So sure. your war won't happen till sure. Yeah, and so I'll, I'll check in at season four. <laughs> I cannot wait for in the first episode of season two. Mm-hmm. The Episode to begin, the scene uh, opens, and somebody the says... The war is already finished? No, no. Somebody <laughs> just says, winter is coming, and Damien just murders like, the television. Just be like, oh! I saw, no. I saw somewhere on the internet, and I don't know if this is true or not. I saw somewhere on the internet that um, 
Iron Man is going to play whatever grandson of Tony's of Starks in this timeline. Oh, is that what they're doing? I saw somewhere that they claimed that he was coming back, but I assumed they were just bringing back Iron Man. No, no, no. They, they were they were making Tony Stark jokes because he's going to be a Stark in this House of Dragons. That's pretty clever. In House of Dragons, okay, yeah, okay, that would be that be that be good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy that kind of answers. Yeah, um, yeah, but like it, this show just doesn't feel as convoluted as the first um, Game of Thrones. But in fairness, the first season of Game of Thrones didn't feel as convoluted as it got. So let's let, we'll all see. Um, I think I already spoke about Rings of Power. I apparently the internet is not in agreement with me, but I think Rings of Power is something special. Um, I very much enjoyed uh, my time with it. Um, but I guess elves are black, so people have lost their minds. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows why? I I find my quick question. Yeah, as someone who still hasn't watched the show yet. Mm-hmm. Is it just elves? No, it's it's everybody. Mm-hmm. No, everybody gets black. People. Okay, all right, cool. So it's all over. All right, cool. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, there's just black people in. It's not just black orcs. people are everywhere, right? Yeah, they're black it's orcs. Not, it's not black. just the orcs. So, so okay. That racist man who wrote those books to begin with. <laughs> um, yeah, they just literally are just like, hey, each like the halflings, the um, dwarves, elves. Everyone has people who just happen to not be white-skinned. <laughs> yeah. You know who's in that show? Is Lenny... Is it James? No. Do you remember Andrew watching when we were very young? A shitty UK... I think it was probably supposed to be a comedy about like this guy who was very Jamaican, but he was like a chef. In a barbershop? Oh, wait, no. All right, chef. Okay. Barbershop. No. That is not Jamaican. That's Guyanese, and that's Desmond's. And, and that's, that's amazing. Racist. And that's on Amazon, and you should watch it. Um, also very racist. <laughs> <laughs> not all black people look alike. <laughs> not all black people are barbers. Wait, Guyanese or Grenada? It's one of the Gs. I always get the Gs mixed up. I'm, I'm bad. This is not healthy. I'm, going to, I'm going to let your sister-in-law know this. I actually make that mistake a lot. <laughs> you're just going to look at her and say you're one of the G's. Yeah, I know where she's from, though. But, she's from um, Guyana, right? Like, what's the difference? Yeah, exactly. Ghana, except except there is a difference. Um, New Guinea, but yeah. You were I mean, talking about Damon. So Damon, you were talking about black people and and yes. whether their lives matter. So let's, right. let's hear it. Um, I, I think everyone's life should matter. Um, this fucking world is so broken. I hate it. Um, luckily, uh, as I've gotten older, whenever I see clearly clickbaity articles about people being racist on the internet, I I have grown to just like not even pretend like the scroll the the speed i'm scrolling past these articles at this point (laughs) truly fantastic um and oh bbc has a documentary um it's 60 minutes about messi and his pursuit to win a world cup 
It's called the La- Messi Last Chance. Um, <laughs> which uh, they're nothing if not um, blunt at the, at the BBC. Um, hey, do you like sports? Do no. you like Messi? Occasionally. Do you like how the BBC makes documentaries? Then go yeah. to Miami and watch Messi when he gets there. Yeah. So guess what? Um, BBC just made a documentary chronicling Messi, but with a focus mm. to the World Cups, mm. like just ignoring most of the club pursuits, um, except they have um, uh, certain football personalities talking about certain Manchester United football personalities <laughs> talking about how Messi uh, cooked them, <laughs> how he flambled them. <laughs> and uh, I think Rio is truly traumatized by what that bastard did Look, look, look. I don't need to watch any more sports documentaries <laughs> unless Asif Kapadia makes it. Uh, no, right. Um, I also watched the Redeem Team documentary. On oh, is that good? I keep scrolling past it. Doc, do you like basketball? If you do, then yes. If you don't, I cannot imagine you're going to get anything out of this. <laughs> if you do not care a significant amount about that, because the Jordan thing you guys were tangentially there for, this Redeemed Team thing, you guys weren't. So there's just people you won't recognize <laughs> names you won't have ever heard of and like the reason certain things were important going forward that you'll just completely miss. yeah who's this lebron fellow yeah who is this kobe and lebron he's in the multiverse game damien yeah. and douglas he's in the multiverses game um, you should you should download it andrew you can robinson. play a scooby-doo andrew robinson who is camilla anthony I know that name. Yes, who is? I've it? heard that name. <laughs> That's then, as be- as good as I can give you. Then you should watch the te- the redeem team. Mello. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know him as a name, but he also played on my um my team recently. Blazers for, yeah, for minutes, half yeah. a second. Yeah. Yeah. Back when he was not mellow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, was old. He was hoodie mellow at that point. <laughs> it was dumb. Um. But yeah, uh, like it was just me rewatching. Uh, it was just junk food. It was just comfort foods. <laughs> just me. Andrew sent the link to their remaking Ikiru or some foolishness. I remember what the joke he was making, and dubs not subs. I saw that and was just like, I guess I'm watching this again, and I just watched it again because it's fantastic. So, I'm start. I'm I'm really trying to question to my, question myself if mm-hmm. I will watch that movie because part of me is like, I don't need to watch it. It's not that I have anything inherently against it, but also my brain is like, I like these movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But also, I feel like I've not watched Ikaru in a long time, yeah. and I want to go and watch that again. My thoughts on Ikiru have been well documented. Douglas Robinson. All right, so I wasn't made. I wasn't actually going to talk about this, but because Andrew mentioned the movie, I have actually watched the first episode of uh, Let the Right One in the TV show. 
And I just want to tell you, uh, here's how bad the show is. <laughs> here is the, the conceit okay. that they have created. Okay, go ahead. Uh-huh. Before, before Douglas tells you, I want to tell everyone that I almost accidentally watched it. If and only because I went into the Crave slash HBO app. And then I was like going to press play and then I went, no, that's not The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. And it's I on, went it's away. On HBO. It's on HBO over there. It's on Showtime, I think, over here. Oh, yeah. It's, it, Crave has like Showtime and HBO like bundled in with them and stars. Like they're all in oh. that thing. So I consider it all. And then my brain, like literally because it starts with the L, I'm like, Last of Us. Let the right one in. <laughs> Same thing. I see the ads for it. I'm like, I'm surprised I didn't know it was coming out so soon. <laughs> but just to, just to tell you what the conceit is, so they've adjusted it a little bit, and by a little bit, I mean a lot, um, <laughs> where it is actually a father and his daughter, and they are actively looking for a cure. That is what where the baseline is, and clearly where they're going to run with, so from what they're going to run. The Last of Us? I've never played that game, so I don't know. I I went in the next couple of months when it comes out, then I can tell you what The Last of Us is about. <laughs> hey Douglas, I know what I'm sending you. There you it go. Send you a copy of The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have a PS4 in your house. <laughs> I do have a PS4 in my house. That's true. Uh, uh, so it's about SJWs. So that's, here's the stuff that I want. The first to time about. I heard that term was oh, when yeah. Last of Us Two came out. And it was all over. I was just like, what the hell? I I typed SJW into Google and then turned off my computer. So, yeah. There you go. I hate this, I hate this world. I hate it. So, so how um, bad is this TV show? Oh, it's not. Well, I mean, I don't know. I only watched the first episode, but it can't be good. I mean, when when you have the opportunity to, to create the sort of relationship that was in the movie and instead mm-hmm. it's a yeah, father-daughter like, and you're yeah. looking for a cure, no. I'm sorry. Fair enough. No. <laughs> Can't be good. I might try to continue, but I don't think I will. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, okay. Here's what I've been watching. I watched Hocus Pocus 2. Because, I watched that as well. Yeah, Hocus Pocus is amazing. And um, as much as it's a children's movie, Hocus Pocus 2 is also pretty damn good. I was surprised. Yeah. They do a lot with salt. And I, find, I found that hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, hold on. Did they steal that from Mob Psycho? Yes. Okay. Um, there's a. The book is amazing. I'm just. There's saying a zombie. That. There's a zombie in this that I think does a lot of good work. Yeah, he's in the first one too. Um, it's. Listen, I. I enjoyed it. It had. It's better than it has any right to. Be. Exactly. Let's, yeah. Let's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um just to get through another crappy thing that I should not have enjoyed, but probably enjoyed a little more than I should. Uh, Nick Kroll did some stand-up. It's on Netflix. Watch it no if fans. you like Nick Kroll. It's fine. It's it's okay. Um, just to let you also know, Damien, in case you don't, Big Mouth is back as well, so you may watch that if you'd like. Uh, I think I stopped at season three. Oh, really? Yeah. I did stop at some point, but it's still decent. I haven't started this season yet, but... Um, I am up to date with everything else, and it's pretty good. Uh, I've been, I've watched Andor. It's fine. Um, 
the internet seems to think it is the best thing to I'll have tell you Star this, Wars right? in a while. So it jumps around a lot. And I did like the last episode where they're in prison. That was a good episode. And if they just made the rest of the show that, I would enjoy it. That's this one's a no for me. Okay. Yeah, it it took them like ten episodes to get there, just to let you know, right? <laughs> ten episodes of fine to get to that one episode where I'm like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> uh, I also watched the new Amazon show, The Peripheral, which kind of like it's okay. Oh. Not Zoe Kravitz, Grace, no, Grace, Chloe Moretz, Chloe Grace Chloe Moretz. Moretz. Yes. Um, it is The Matrix uh, with action. So I guess The Matrix. Um, <laughs> Not the last one. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so it's in the future. Um, and they have like fancier video games yes. where you can, you know. It's the metaverse, Douglas. <laughs> yeah, you can so put, her? You, you put <laughs> glasses in front of you. It's VR. It's like you're almost there, but not quite. Yeah. Um, and apparently Grace, Grace, Chloe Moretz mm-hmm. is like this super great gamer. But of course, because, you know, sexism, um, uh, they only like when her brother plays. So she mm-hmm. plays in her brother's avatar and makes all of the money on the video games because apparently that's a thing. Um, and... Uh, in the first episode, they get like this new special fancy video game stuff. Mm-hmm. And now it's clearly like super advanced. Before it was like, you're kind of there. Now it's like, you are there in the matrix, right? It's like, mm-hmm. you're you're moving and doing everything. Um, and then you kind of get the vibe like, hmm, this is a little sketchy. Why are people paying me to do all of these crazy things? Is this really a video game? And that's where it pushes off from. And it's actually, I mean, it's it's not special, but it's fun. There's a lot of action. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And they could go wrong with it, but I will continue watching it. Uh, I watched Werewolf by Night, and I will say it was pretty. It was fun. It was pretty fun. I like that show. Uh, no, I'm not going to finish with this. Um Talking about not being on the English sides of, of things too often, recently I saw that there is a new David Tennant show that BBC released on their iPlayer called... Yes, it just hit Netflix exactly. here and I want to watch it. I was about to get there, right? Call it Inside Man. I... I, I is it good? Rented it for very cheap. Um, (laughs) but never actually started watching it until literally today, Andrew. I clicked on my Netflix and there it was. And I said, you know what, let me start it because on top of everything else, sadly, Netflix is going to have much better quality than BBC iPlayer, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And also, what iPlayer did not let me know because they're like, oh, Brits, this is for Brits, all for Brits, Brits rule the world. Is that Stanley Tucci is in this show? Yep. <laughs> yep. I've seen the, the ad for it. He's in it. The, the Tucci is in it. Is in and show. he's in jail or something. Yes. So I actually really like this show, but I'm not sure that I can actually recommend anybody, even Damien, watch this. And let me tell you. Oh, no, I'm going to watch this shit. I don't care what you have to say. Here's the thing. This show is like two shows in one. And both of those shows are ridiculous 
um, like shows that you'd watch on, say, Fox or ABC. There is one that Stanley Tucci is in that is essentially The Blacklist, right? Where he is a lawyer or lawyer adjacent that was sent to prison because he murdered his wife. And because he feels bad, he helps people solve their crimes, right? Mm-hmm. There is another one where David Tennant is a uh, vicar in England. So Tucci is in America, um, Tennant is in England, and uh, essentially, actually, I, I kind of like this story a lot more in a way um, because it's it's kind of more inventive, but it's all it's it's a similar level of ridiculousness. Where the Vico, uh, here is what how the show starts. Somebody says to him, "Listen," and this man is like thirty-five or thirty-six years old. My mother is, she's on her way now. She she knows I have porn. Here is the porn. Can you hold it for me? Because she's going to look everywhere, but she won't look at you because you are the vicar. And for mm-hmm. some reason, this man takes the takes the the USB drive that has all the porn on it and takes it home. And some random person sees it and thinks that it's his son porn. And unfortunately, it is child pornography. And um, he, literally, it feels like, you know that joke about how, you know, somebody says that, how did the... How did you cheat on your wife? Did you trip and fall and accidentally fall on top of her? Yeah. This show feels like when this happens, like he tripped and accidentally kidnapped this woman because he didn't want her to tell on her son. On his wow. son. Um, and that's kind of where the show starts. And you know that they're somehow going to connect the two and craziness is going to happen. I actually have watched two episodes already. It's pretty fun i think there are only four episodes because this is british i don't know how they can only have two more episodes it's not possible but apparently england i really like the show andrew watch it damien watch it mm-hmm. andrew damien don't actually watch it because this there's no way this is actually good like i'm describing it and it doesn't even make sense but another thing that i um I, I got excited about was when I saw that it's written by Stephen Moffat. And then I was like, yep, I'm definitely watching this. Uh, last and most certainly not least, we need to talk about The Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I know Damien has mentioned that perhaps it's better than average. <sighs> Andrew Robinson, this is probably one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. <laughs> Um, the show is amazing. Galadriel is amazing. Uh, it is it, every inch as expensive as uh, you have heard. It is as good as the 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 Wheel of Time is bad, and it is consistently <laughs> hitting yes. it out of the park. It this... is as good as the Wheel of Time is bad. <laughs> I think it's the perfect review for that. Uh, there is it's I'm a little bit separated from it um, at the moment so I'm not remembering the specifics but I remember when we did our podcast that was lost a couple weeks ago and we didn't end up talking about what we had watched but I remember that 
the Lord of the Rings show had just finished. Oh, I remember what now. Um, and I remember that that episode in particular was so good that I had to come on here and uh, extol its virtues. Andrew, this show, like, I mean, in a sense, all it really is is one of those Star Wars prequel shows, right? But they do it so well, and they allow you to live in Lord of the exactly, yeah. and 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 meet all of these people and decide who they are because they don't necessarily give you from day one and say who these people are. Like, I remember there was an argument over whether a character was Gandalf the Grey or were they Tom Bombadil or were they something else. And as much as I don't necessarily get into those arguments, it is kind of them creating that vibe is is a good thing. And everybody is doing the work on the show. Uh, Andrew... I could see myself just rewatching the show right now. It's so good. It, it so, really is. So where the second trilogy felt like it was a cartoon for lunatics, um, this TV show seems to go out of its way to ground everything in a reality. Clearly, it's not our reality, but everything. And of course, they steal the Lord of the Rings map sorry they seem the game of throne map thing mm-hmm. but they do it a lot better mm-hmm. um because they spend time showing you like when the map moves there is a length of time that it takes to move from point to point that gives you a sense of what the distance is that these characters need to travel um and throughout the entire runtime of the show, um, you start to feel um, just how exhausted everyone is um, with Galadriel about this war. Like, she is so determined to accomplish her goal that it has that everyone she comes in contact with is just like (laughs) (laughs) and damian elrond and his best friend the the dwarf oh my god yeah oh during listen Mm. um the like where legolas was the fun one in um legolas and the dwarf were the fun one in Lord of the Rings. Of course, the dwarf is part of the duo. It's a it's another dwarf and elf duo, but this one, they are. They're you kidding. can tell that they've gone. They've gotten up to a lot of drunken shenanigans, <laughs> and they're just friends, like, and the thing that taking ten episodes and building out the show does is. It gives you time to appreciate the bonds that these people have and what it is going to take to um, either build those bonds or break those bonds. And you get, you just get a real good sense of what the world is in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, but because 
listen, if you saw that there's a lot of the Rings TV show and you're on the fence, then this is not for you, though. <laughs> Either you saw that they made a lot of the Rings TV show, I was like, all right, let's go, or <laughs> this this is not for you. Um, but if you like the first trilogy, then this is it. This is what you always wanted. Um, and that last episode, spectacular. Um, really good. Andrew, you should watch it. But you should watch The Expanse first. Uh, I, don't know what's, I don't know what you're doing with your life. I'd like for them to give me some 4K Blu-rays of the Expanse, please. I'd buy it all over for that. Yeah, yeah of course, 100%. Um, I, I, but in the interim, I will at least take some regular Blu-rays of the last two seasons. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, like, at this point... I don't even know how to explain how much I enjoy the expanse. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'd do a good job. I just say I just sound like a crazy person. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Andrew, on my the show is no too good than it has is is better than it has any right to be. On on like my twentieth rewatch, there's things I'm still seeing, and I'm like, oh right. That is where this is like he's still connecting dots, and it is not, it is not convoluted in any way. Yeah, it's just so dense that there's things that you simply can't pick up on when you're watching it. The to this day, I will press play on like the first episode, and think to myself like, it's not as good as I remember. It's there's no <laughs> yeah. way, and then all of a sudden you've watched like ten episodes. <laughs> You watch the first season, especially no. You watch the first season and you're just like, this is not even the same show. <laughs> I don't know what this TV show is with space cowboys or whatever, but this ain't. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not what it's yeah. <laughs> Like, this is quaint. <laughs> this, is not, this is a fun little ride along <laughs> type thing. This is just getting you warmed up for what is about that because this, this bears no resemblance. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of this um, <clears throat> the thing I love the most about the expanse though is that um, <laughs> every other TV show there's points where in the expanse they'll be like and we'll see you in season 3 and the expanse is just like tomorrow <laughs> like it's like oh the season's done wait we're five episodes in what is happening and the, the next episode they're just like six months later and you're just like what is taking place yeah, that we can just breeze past this mm -hmm. and then you get to the end and you're just like boy 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 oh no man But yeah, Douglas. Uh, oh, you, you. That's it. Yeah, I'm done. I don't have. I don't have any more. I suppose I could talk about Confess Fletch because technically I didn't talk about it in a podcast guys, that doesn't exist. But guys, yeah. I have terrible news. Well, the World Cup starts in a couple. Like, 